Well, you do that. Sparkle Dashy, super clean. We <laughs> clean everything, including your spleen. And as you have noticed, I have my uh, my Zoom Pod Track P8 uh-huh. on top of an <laughs> oversized mouse pad, uh-huh. which is on top of an Omar Hassan skateboard, <laughs> which is on top of a heat enclosure for a 3D printer. Yeah, that thing could just roll away, and then it would all all be gone. Yep, this is a podcast on wheels <laughs> right now. This is a mobile podcast. Yeah. Disney's Magic Kingdom Disneyland is growing every Ladies day. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Disneyland, the happiest place on earth. It's time to throw down, y'all. Have you thought about a visit to Disneyland during your vacation? You can waste time with your friends when your chores are done. Disneyland is the happiest place on earth. Join the happy people of all ages. Yes, there's more fun at Disneyland. In Anaheim, the happiest honor. Welcome to Bobsleds and Banthas, a podcast about finding magic, the power of nostalgia, and Southern California's inclement weather. On this very special number 97 episode, we're talking about Indiana Jones and the Temple of the Dustbuster, Toontown, <laughs> how I've been missing you, influencer drama, and a two-day trip report that the Absolute family took during the coldest and wettest days in Disneyland's history, or it felt like it, <laughs> at least like a top ten. Mm-hmm. My name is Aaron. Absolute humidity, and with me is my co-host, the Mouska teenager Kennedy. Bring down the rain, Robin. Yeah. Did we decide that that was my name? No, I just keep adding to it. The Mouska <laughs> teenager Kennedy, something or another. Kennedy, how have you been? I heard you moved to Indiana. I'm good. Yeah, I live with the storms now. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> um, I just thought, yeah, that's where I live now, and it's pretty great. It's been a little while since you've been on bobsleds and Banthas. You want to know something ironic? What? It's been a little while since I've been really? on Bob's and Banthas. That's crazy. Yeah, it's been a while since I've been on the show. So if you're listening to this, hey. Hi. How have you been? How are things going in your life? And how have you been? What's what's happening in your life? I have been good. Still still going to high school. Okay. Living, living the high school life. Fear it. Let me just ask you this question real quick. Mm-hmm. In high school, it used to be that on a special day, you got to wear pajamas to school. Yep. But since I'm the one that drops you off at school, I've noticed that that special day now is just every, every day. day yeah. <laughs> What's the deal with wearing pajamas to high school? It's just a thing. People realize, like, you know, I can just wear pajama pants. We'll be comfortable. Exactly. I'm not be here that long. Yeah, the special days now are, like, not wearing pajama pants. Like wearing a suit. Like yeah. Like a zip suit. Yeah, like exactly. Like with your ska band. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it's interesting, but... Mm-hmm. Hey, before we get into the news, I just wanted to take a moment to share my thoughts on the passing of Disney legend Rolly Crump. Scott and I had the pleasure of interviewing Rolly twice and chatting with his wife, Marie. Hello. Hi, Scott. How are you? We're good. We're good. Rolly's here and ready to go. Um, Let me put it on the speaker and give it to him and how it goes. Rolly, this is Scott. Scott, I'm doing good. Thank you. Wait, I, I just, all right, go ahead now. I was trying to mention, I don't know. Can oh. leave it in? Yeah, it's, nothing's going on. Scott, talk to him. Oh, okay. He's with his host. Oh, okay. Parents. Okay. Yeah, I'm fine. How are you? It's my pleasure. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> And 
And I'll say I saw the uh, I was uh, I was just uh, looking I was looking through the news as I normally do. And I get a lot of Disney news in my in my Google news feed, and then I have to use the three little buttons to uh, to block block certain news sources because uh, yeah. I'm just like you get twice you get twice <laughs> with the clickbait. And Two strikes and you're out. No more in my uh, no more in my news feed. Uh, but I was scrolling through there the other night. It was three or four nights ago now, and I just saw just the two words "remembering Rolly," and I was like, "Oh no, they never mm. write that headline." Uh, so I was like, "Man, say it ain't so," but uh, but it was so. Was when I started working there, I knew nothing, and I knew I knew nothing. <clears throat> so I said to myself, "Well, Rolly, you better be a good sponge." So I spent my life being a, a good sponge, in many ways, which was great. You got to keep it simple. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That would be great. I appreciate your time. <laughs> okay, bye bye. To Rolly Crump, thanks for all the magic. It's time for news. Oh. Remain seated, please. Kennedy. Yes. What do you say? Should we get to the news? I I would say so. Did you bring any news? I I didn't. Good because I've got a, I've got enough. Ter- the news is hard. Yeah. Disneyland news is hard, and it gets harder every week. Something mm-hmm. we're going to talk about in a little bit. You've recently been to Toontown. Yes, I have. Not all of it, but you were able to like go inside half of, of Toontown. Yeah, I or maybe say. somebody some might say an eighth. Yeah. <laughs> An eighth of Toontown, Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's getting ready to open. First news item is that there's going to be a Pete meet and greet. You know Pete? Do you know who Pete is? Yes, I do. He's a cat. How did you know he was a cat? Because his name is Pete the Cat. Right, right. That's a good. That's a good. Uh, that's just one. That's way. a good tip. Here's my problem. Any character that has appeared in black and white originally, and Pete, I believe, is older uh, than Mickey Mouse. I think oh, really? Pete's from. I don't know when's. I should know Disney's birthday is, but mm-hmm. I know that Pete came out first. But any character I see in black and white, I just automatically assume is a mouse because I'm like oh. well, the, the first black and white animal. <laughs> the first black and white character I saw was a mouse. So all future they black all should and white be animals, mice. yeah. Are, are, uh, are mice, but yeah. he's not. He's a cat, and he's going to be doing a meet and greet. Uh, apparently, this is special because you don't often or at all get a chance to ever meet Pete in uh, in Disneyland. Maybe ever, but that's coming to Toontown when it opens on March 19th, 2023, which is probably the day you're listening to that. All the other Disneyland news right now uh, has to do with just the opening of Toontown, the opening mm-hmm. of the PhilharMagic Theater over in DCA, the opening of Indiana Jones. Speaking of... Yeah. Indiana Jones. You know it was down. I am aware that it was down. Because yes. it was down when we were there. Uh-huh. Uh, there was nobody nobody around that part. Would have been a great, that queue would have been a great hideout, I think, for the rain. Yeah, usually it's like for the sun, but this time it was like right, for the yeah. rain. There, so. There's a lot of overlap between uh-huh. where you hide uh, in Disneyland. So uh, Indiana Jones is back up, I believe, today. As oh, we're really? recording this, it's back up. It's been down for refurbishment for a little while. Mm-hmm. And I said this at the top of the show, Disney news is hard to cover. Yeah. All, all internet news, I think, is hard to cover. Yeah, but Disney and, Disneyland news especially. Uh, and so I want to trace the cycle of this story, of, of this Indiana Jones refurbishment story. Oh. This, news started, this news story started as uh, something like, first, uh, a beloved attraction is closing for good. Mm-hmm. Indiana Jones closing for what might be forever. And then it morphed into like the Indiana Jones getting all new show effects. Indiana Jones adding scenes for the new upcoming Indiana Jones movie. Okay. 
And then today's news, uh, which was good, was that it was open that none of that stuff happened. Oh, okay. <laughs> none of that stuff we've been reading about. It did open back up. It was a major overhaul. Uh, they added two, I believe, two new like visual effects to the Mara scene. Yeah. I don't know specifically where the effects are, but there's there's two new, I think, visual-based effects. Everything was cleaned. All, just everything. Oh, everything just you could dusted? touch a Dustbuster to was touched. <laughs> everything was repainted. And then everything was fixed. The snake oh. and the ball and, and all that kind of stuff like that. I feel I, like part of the temple is like it is dusty though because it's so old. You like, got to be careful what you dust in the haunted mansion, pirates, yeah. and Indiana Jones. You got to be careful. Selective dusting. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, yeah. Buzz Lightyear, pretty pretty much clean to just go yeah. in. I feel like Buzz Lightyear. Tell mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong. I feel like that should have a huge like industrial sized sucker on one of the walls and they just turn it out and it just sucks everything <laughs> that's been in the ride for a year. Yeah, hats, wrappers, dust. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That's smart. I was going to say kids, but that seems pretty inappropriate. Yeah, I would say maybe like clear out the people and then do and it. And then do that. Yeah. Especially since there was a, a a news item we're not covering on this particular podcast about a TikTok video that went, when people say viral, they yeah. just mean, what they mean by that is like, you. Should, there's a reason why I'm covering this story. Mm-hmm. There is no such thing as viral anymore. Yeah. They're just saying like, this went viral. I'm not just bringing this up because I th- I want to. I have to. Yeah, I look at it. Ta- it's viral. <laughs> it has to be brought up. It went viral. Yeah. I can't not cover it. Yeah, viral is such like a... I, f- I mean, it feels like an old word. It's like- the uh, it's the internet content creator's um, equivalent of when somebody's about to tell you there's a story and they go, it was so funny. I do. I'm so guilty of doing that. Yeah. It was so like- funny. And then your story. <laughs> yeah. On the internet, that's... Uh, it went viral today that on TikTok, mm-hmm. some, somebody captured 20 seconds or so, I don't know how long it was, of a, of a baby that was left unattended in a stroller at Disneyland. Oh. And I couldn't verify it because the video had been removed, so I'm not reporting on it. That, that's all extracurricular. Okay. So Indiana Jones, back open. What do you think about that? I think it's great. I realized when we were there, like, I thought I didn't really like the ride or like it wasn't like detrimental to the trip. You thought it wouldn't be a big deal if it were up yeah. or down. You 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 were not uh, looking forward to it. I was neutral about it. Why is that? Why do you think that is? Honestly, once you actually get on the ride, I feel like it's very loud and you just kind of go and then you're done. Mm, okay. And I just, that's not like it. Do you feel like that's every ride? Yeah. <laughs> this is why, great. This is why I was so glad. Uh, I don't know if we'll get to this later. I was so glad on our trip when you were just all of a sudden, you were like, let's ride the train for a while. <laughs> And I was like, what's yeah. a while? And you're like, two or three laps. And I was like, this is my kid. Yeah. Just, I am so ready for the train ride. I know. Yeah. So that was my thinking. Yeah. We actually get there and I'm like, it's kind of a bummer. Like Indiana Jones is down. And I think it was more because I really like the queue. Like that is yes. my favorite queue. You can see uh, Jungle Cruise like through it, which is really fun, like through the queue, you know. So it's just like a good experience. Well, it is back up. So when we go down uh, in a few months, then we'll be able to ride it and see just the pristine the pristine new projection surfaces, the shiny things that are supposed to be shiny mm-hmm. will be shiny and things that are not will not will be not shiny. Be. So here's what I think happens with that Indiana Jones uh, stuff is like there's yeah. all this news that comes out. It's super sensational. And then you get the actual news story. It was like, hey, they did a lot of dusting mm-hmm. and you feel let down, I think. I'll ask you if you do, but you feel kind of like let down, like, well, they didn't add any new show attractions and they didn't, they didn't, I thought they were going to bring Jack Sparrow in there to do it like an India Harrison (laughs) Ford, Johnny Depp fight. That's what I heard. And that's not happening. So I wonder, what do you think? Like, do you think the, since the, the clickbaity sensational news stories actually like diminish from the joy of the actual news story of like, wow, it's like this pristine ride now. Yeah. Well, I would say one, I don't know if this is only Disneyland. I would say we look at Disney, us as a fam, yeah. you, we look at Disneyland news a lot. And right. so that's all we get out of it. I would probably say there are other 
fandoms or like topics that do have stuff that's blown out of proportion because people like that thing. Yeah. So I don't know if it's just exclusive to Disney. Yeah. But, so what um, does it do when something's blown out of proportion and then you find out what it really is? Um, I don't know because it does create like a lot of like talk around the thing, and I guess that does build communities you're talking about this okay that's thing good. that could happen which is, is it sort good. of like make-believe like we're, we're okay it, with it because we're all just make-believing the news yeah and it feels like elementary school when something would get like passed along right. and it's just like it's the adult equivalent of that it's just like a school playground all over no again. i didn't hear it was johnny depp i heard it was orlando bloom yeah and, and he's playing like this guy yeah yeah and then it turns into this big thing and then it's like nothing so right Justin Scard, do you know who Justin Scard is from the Random Land blog, vlog that we watch? He wears the trucker hat that says Random Land on it. Oh, and I he think has so. The, um, so Justin Scard was uh, in the news recently, and this I did verify because I watched the video. I've been a fan of his, like a you know, I've been a decent fan of his. I've followed things, watched his videos on and off for a long, long, long time, um, and I did see this video, so I can confirm that he recently released like a real or just like a short sort of explanation of something that happened to him at Disney Princess Nights recently, oh. where uh, two other content creators that he did not name in his video uh, came up to him and got all up in his face and accused him of talking smack about oh. it in fact in instead of tr me trying to summarize what justin talked about i figure it would probably be better if i you and i reenact it oh okay is that good okay yeah. so i will uh i'll be the i'll be the the two youtubers okay that th i'll be the aggressive ones that come up you're justin scarred okay and so i'm gonna come up to you and i'm gonna say what i think they probably said okay. and then you can respond to it okay so i'll just be doing my thing yeah, just prepare. Hey, guys. Hey, Kennedy. Uh, hi. I heard you've been saying stuff about my tooping skills, my castle reels, and my main street stills. You be dissing my POVs, trashing my jungle cruise dungarees. I heard you've been talking smack about how I wear my Mickey ears hat and how I ride the pirate boat and eat my whipped up pineapple float. Is it true you've been dancing on Walt's grave, squashing the magic and forgetting to wave? Let's duke it out right here in front of the twain because who needs magic when you've got fame? Yeah. No, All no, right. you got a rap battle back oh, now. Oh, shoot. I'm sorry, man, for saying those things. He didn't say any of those things. Oh. So you got to be like, what? No, that wasn't what? me. What? No, that wasn't me. I. How did you think I'd do something so mean? I'm the guy who records YouTube, Disneyland, and then I talk about it to my fans. I... Yay. That was pretty good. Yours was off the cuff. Mine I wrote ahead yeah, of time. What the heck? So I think you I think you and you were representing Justin Scard in that particular exchange. Mm -hmm. I think you definitely came out ahead. Thank and you. I also think his response video or the the video he did in response also came out ahead because he didn't name anybody. Mm -hmm. He was just like the tone of the voice was more like, come on, guys. Like, what the heck? So what actually happened? Did they actually do that? Just like start yeah, rapping some, in his face or do they start rapping in his face? Yeah. No, I <laughs> No, I chose to reenact oh. what was a very probably tense and real situation oh. where he was confronted by other content creators and said, hey, I heard you were talking smack. And he was like, no, I, th I think you might be mistaken. Mm. Uh, uh, but there was kind of a, you know, an unfortunate and probably tense situation mm -hmm. and probably not one. This is what I propose. You know how they have uh, like bat days and dapper days at the park? You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm proposing, I want to get your opinion on this. Mm -hmm. I'm pro uh, proposing influencer free days. So if you have a <laughs> podcast, a blog, a vlog, a, a, a successful real estate, there's, there's a, it probably should be a week where you're just not allowed in the park. And yeah. that includes, would include me and Scott, but I'm okay with We're that. We're willing to make that sacrifice. I am willing to make 
make the sacrifice uh, if we can get rid of all influencers in the park for one week and then pr- including the entire staff of Inside the Magic. Your yeah, thoughts? I think a, I think a lot of people would uh, appreciate that. And maybe just for a week, you just see what happens. And then, yeah. Well, that was the news. It was very, it was more like rap filled than I thought it would yeah, be, well, honestly. It was definitely, there was definitely more rhyming than yeah. some of our other news segments, but not all of them. Mm-hmm. Stick around, because when we come back, Kennedy and I are going to do a two-day in the park Disneyland recap trip of the wettest and wildest and coldest days I've ever spent in Disneyland. Did the weather ruin our trip or mm. did we come out ahead? That coming up on Bobsleds and Bambas. Healthy mix time! Cranberry healthy mix time. Only 160 calories, 46 of those are protein. Omega-3 deluxe mix. A blend of cranberries, walnuts, pepitas, almonds. Yeah. How did these end up here instead of cookies, exactly? I forgot to pack dinner. You forgot to pack, this is your dinner? Kennedy. Yes. We just got back from uh, from Disneyland. Uh huh. We did. Everything's back open. We stayed in our old our old stomping grounds, the Candy mm-hmm. Cane. I got a pen from Candy Cane. In. Yeah. How'd that go? Well, I said that's. I was like, oh, it's a pen because I thought it was a Candy Cane, and she... you went into the place to to check in. Yeah. Into the front desk, and and I go, oh, it's a pen, like loudly just pointing out objects as if you were on like, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Because I thought it was a candy cane, and then she thought I heard I want that or something, um, like a mean person would say. Like like you wanted like uh, airplane airplane wings from the pilot. Exactly. So I got a pen. Nice. It was awesome. From the candy cane. Candy Mm -hmm. cane, everything's back open. It looked great. Uh, Yeah, it's very refurbished. They had renovated the rooms. That was fun. Uh, But before we got to Anaheim, we made two stops on the drive down. First, I just want to point out that we did encounter snow over the uh, Uh the grapevine in Santa Clarita. That was wild. But then we made two stops. You remember what those stops were? I remember we went to the um, Fast and the Furious like thing. Yeah, the Paul Walker Memorial uh, thing. <laughs> interchange intersection. Yeah, that was, was really cool. Was it cool? It was such a weird stop. I don't know. It was like kind of. It felt like it was in the middle of nowhere, but it was like pretty. So it's a. It's a. It's this is what I love about behind the scenes movie stuff and finding locations. I drag you guys all over LA looking at different yeah. filming locations. The thing is, when you get there, it is sometimes a street you would never think of t- to look at it. But then when you're there, you're like, oh, I. Complete, you totally see it. Yeah, yeah, I totally see why they picked this street. It's because it has all these things are lining up. Just just before, outside of Santa Clarita, there's this like no-name exit you get off at, um, and you drive for just a little ways, and there's this beautiful intersection that exists for no reason yeah, whatsoever. Yeah, it's very spooky out there. And it's where I think, and I, I'm not a huge Fast and the Furious fan, so I don't know, but in, in the film that came right after Paul Walker's uh, passing... Um, they did a CG, I think, face on his brother and him and Dominic Dom meet up at this intersection and there's this look, look over thing. And that was sort of a memorial, I think, shot in the movie. I could be getting some of that wrong, but that's the gist. And so we went to that intersection and saw where it was filmed. And that was fun. Yeah, it was, it was fun. fun. It was right off the road. And then we made another stop. And where was that? That was at a very special place. Oh, where yeah. It was very special. It was really cool. It was super cool. And it was... Um, <laughs> On the way down. It was definitely surpri- on the way down, yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly, we were like driving. We were driving, In yep. the car 
quite down, and so we went out of our house, and then we went out. We went down. We definitely went down to, to L.A. <laughs> and then we got out and stopped at... We definitely stopped. <laughs> um, just east of Burbank and east. overlapping slightly is the town of Glendale, and mm-hmm. in the, the, I would say, the east southern hills, southern eastern hills of Glendale is the Brand Public Library and oh, Park. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that not what you were thinking of? I was trying to remember where we stopped, <laughs> but no, that was awesome. I wanted to check off the brand public uh, library, art gallery, library, and then there's the, what's called the doctor's house there. Isn't it just called the doctor's house? It was something really like ominous. It yeah, probably was. It looks a little bit like Mystic Manor, but smaller. Yeah. Uh, and this is in Glendale, uh, you know, as you're driving down An- Anaheim, mm-hmm. and I wanted to check it out. And so why don't you give us a review of the ga- the art gallery that was there? Yeah, it was super awesome. We've I've been to a few art galleries in this. This was definitely like one of the more entertaining ones. Why did you think it was so entertaining? A lot of the art was, um, and not that I like don't appreciate old art, but a lot of it uh, gets very repetitive after like oil paintings. paintings. Like you've been to the Getty Mm -hmm. and at least once, maybe twice, but you've been to the Getty and and after you've spent an hour and a half staring at oil paintings, Mm -hmm. you start to. They kind of blur together a little. <laughs> they blur together a little bit. There's sort of a merging of the oils. Yeah, but um, this one was a lot more modern, and there were a lot more like uh, different mediums too. Yeah, yeah. One of them was charcoal, which was like so cool to see. The charcoal, watercolor, mm-hmm. multimedia, uh, all sorts of different stuff. Yeah. And I would say this might be fair saying it was younger, and it definitely mm-hmm. was more influenced by I would say street art or pop yeah. culture art and stuff like that. Stuff you and I are both into. Yeah, and yeah, it was really cool. There was like nobody there, which. Yeah. Was kind of weird, but typical of nice. art galleries. I know, yeah. Um, and yeah, there was a really cool section with like these oil paintings that I think they were oil paintings, and they were all like people on subways, yeah, but, or in different city environments. Those were oils, yeah, and they had like animal heads. Yeah. And it sounds weird when I like describe it, but it was really cool. They were like yeah. realistic, like photorealistic. You always kind get of. From. So that was fun. Mm-hmm. And and the, the library there is beautiful. I'll give a quick review of uh, of the bathrooms there, which we use. Okay. Yeah. Really nice. Okay. Super clean. Uh, walls and doors incredibly thin. And it was a library. So it was- there were a lot of like quiet people studying. It was the equivalent. My experience in using the bathroom at the Brand Public Library was equivalent of going over to like um, like a really nice house, like mm-hmm. your friend's house. It's really nice. Yeah. Everyone in his family is there. In-laws, outlaws, cousins. And they're all having tea time sitting in this big room. Yeah. And they're all dead quiet reading the no- newspaper, having tea. And then in the middle is this small closet that has cardboard walls. And, oh, okay. <laughs> you go into that closet to go to the bathroom. Yeah. You can hear everything yeah i was like standing there and it it is very quiet it's a very quiet library beautiful though it was awesome it was really pretty yeah and in the parking lot if you go if you're driving down to disneyland from northern california i would recommend just a quick stop Mm -hmm. at the at the brand uh park there in the brand library great restrooms great art gallery and there's a neat part of the parking lot where there's this like um this like hedgerow of palm trees there's this hedgerow of mm-hmm. grass and palm trees and if you stand in the right spot you get this amazing shot of yeah. sort of the grounds then these line of palm trees and then the city of los angeles in the back and it was dope yeah it was it was awesome i said that a lot but it was awesome it was great <laughs> all right so then we uh we hung out we went to hot chicken the first night no park on the first night we went to mm-hmm. hot chicken uh did yeah, all that new stuff place. Uh, yeah, Dave's uh, Dave's Hot Chicken, which we eat at quite a lot in West Hollywood when we're not eating at, I'm sorry, in North Hollywood when we're not eating at Clucks and Blaze mm-hmm. over in Glendale, which Clucks and Blaze, I'm just going to throw this out. It is uh, a couple blocks from the Tam O'Shanter. Oh. Like two, two or three blocks from the Tam O'Shanter. So we woke up the next day. I mm-hmm. believe that was a Thursday. 
And it didn't look too bad. In fact, I looked out the window and it was blue skies. And your mom said, uh, "Like, what? How many umbrellas and jackets should we bring?" And I was like, "None." Yeah, Zero. you were very confident. I was a hundred percent confident it wasn't going to rain. We'll review these two days by doing uh, food and then uh, weather attractions and then any special magic. Okay. So first up for the first day would be food. What do you remember? I okay. I remember two very specific things that were very good. It was the hundred anniversary when we went. Right? Yes. Uh huh. So there were churros at there were churros. At, no, there's churros at, at Disneyland. Tell me yeah, more about that. If you this. didn't know, <laughs> if you have a twenty two dollar bill, a very rare printing, uh, then you can get a half a churro. Yeah, I was about to say that. <laughs> um, and so they had special different ones, like I think at each cart. And the one were they I, different at each cart, or they just had that hundredth anniversary one at each cart? It looked like they were different at each cart. Oh right, I, saw, I didn't pay that much attention to it. I got the special churro by like the haunted mansion yep. and the um whatever that island's called now. Uh-huh. And it had like cherry, like purple frosting, because the theming is purple and silver. So it had a uh, purple like cherry. Uh, sugar on it and then yeah. like icing and it was like the best churro I've ever I had. I was so surprised that you ordered that because we went up to the, the churro cart there and you are and you are uh, essentially a vegetarian <laughs> and you are always like the person like if you were to go to fast food and they're like do you want broccoli strips or deep fried french fries you'd be like broccoli strips yeah. <laughs> like you're just that person uh-huh. and so I was so surprised when you went up to the churro stand and you're like give me the one that's like battered Loaded. in Captain <laughs> Crunch deep fried and then you guys shot in some kind of jelly mixture yeah it just looked really good and the person ahead of me said, like, can we get some of the fancies, which I yeah, really liked. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> so, like, I wanted to, We'll you get know. some regs and then give us two of those fancies. <laughs> yeah, so I really liked that. And it was really good. And yeah, it was. I'm you glad gave me I a bite it. of it. And it was, it was definitely flavorful. Yeah, and then I think the other one they had was, like, some sour cherry one. Okay. Which was, like, red sugar. I don't know. But it was cool. So on the first day, you got a 100th anniversary churro, and you give it two thumbs up. Mm -hmm. What else did you get? And then we went to, well, we first stopped at the Avengers Campus. Yeah, first stop of the day was Avengers Campus, and Uh we rode uh, that Spider-Man game. Uh, yeah, that's what it's called, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and it started raining. That's that's when the we first encountered rain in mm-hmm. that line. Um, and it went from a drizzle to raining pretty, pretty steadily. Yeah, pretty much. And so we got off of that, and I hadn't like eaten any food, because you don't when you go to Disneyland. And they had... Well, I did go down and get you breakfast. Yeah, you did. I was trying to get ready. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, so there was a shawarma like, cart. Yeah, thing. I remember talking about this with Scott, like, episode you know episodes mm-hmm. that when we first announced Avengers Campus you know decade and a half ago mm-hmm. I remember talking about the shawarma cart and then yeah. we, you finally ate at it yeah and it was so good like a lot of the stuff is um, vegetarian or like one of the the falafel is like impossible falafel or something uh, yeah yeah it didn't there I don't know if there was meat there but there was a chicken shawarma which your mom and I got uh-huh. and shared and that was good and you got the cauliflower like falafel ca- cauliflower falafel and I think they have a breakfast thing too that does have meat in it but um, oh, okay uh, so yeah, I got the cauliflower. You falafel. loved that thing. It was so good. Like I don't think I've ever like had falafel before, and I had it. And then there was the sauce that you dipped it in, and it was really good. We took it over to the I don't know what that area is called over by Monsters Inc. I call it the No Man's Land because it's a mm-hmm. land that it's hard to understand why it exists and what it's doing, and it doesn't yeah. really add to the overall theming of the area you're in. I think it's called the Hollywood Lounge or something like that. Uh, but there's like a, a food truck. 
It was like yeah. a food truck thing and then like a 50s diner, but outside. And like uh, not very much of it. It's yeah, like, like a quarter weird. of it and walk up. And so you walk up there and if you're ordering alcohol or drinks, you get them there. But if you order food, they give you a 62 part park map with clues <laughs> on it to pick up your food. Is this correct? Yeah, it's like a scavenger hunt. It's a basically. scavenger hunt for your falafel. <laughs> yeah. We got uh, the chicken. We got the chicken sliders for uh, Penelope there, mm-hmm. and they were. This is my thing about. I'm just going to give my chicken nugget review, my chicken strip oh, review okay. of Disneyland right now. Is that first of all, there is no, there is no part of that park where you can't get chicken strips. Yeah, it's just a universal like, thing. <laughs> it's just like you go into the gift shop and you're like, you guys have chicken strips? They're like, of course we do. You go to the Gibson <laughs> girl and they're like, I was think- I wanted to get the chocolate, but I was thinking chicken strips on top. And they're like, well, yeah, we, we, got we, you. Ha- <laughs> we, we have chicken strips. You're yeah. on the Matterhorn and you go by Harold and you're like, can I get chicken strips? And he's like, absolutely. <laughs> you're just in the back? Yeah. Like I just never been aware because uh, your mom and I stopped eating meat a while ago. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, what am I going to eat in Disney? land and i was like i cannot eat these chicken strips because also i have found that the balance of breading to chicken there is at best 50 50 and it might be Uh 70 30 in favor of the crunch Mm -hmm. which normally i would like but it was just a lot yeah you're trying to get the protein in hey let's move on to weather that was the food uh was that all food Oh, last last thing, uh, last thing on food for the first day. Uh, it got really cold and really, really dark and really mm-hmm. rainy at night on that first day. And a couple of the restaurants were under construction. You couldn't get into them. Like the French market was closed. A lot of stuff was closed. A lot of stuff was closed and a lot of indoor stuff was closed. And so we found ourselves scrounging for someplace to eat and there was not really anywhere indoors to eat. I refused to eat at Pizza Planet uh, until they serve actual pizza. (laughs) And there was like a line to get in there. Yeah, it was kind of it was kind of interesting. Like you couldn't just go and sit. Which I understand, like people were trying to sit inside, and you could. Yeah, our big just, plan like, was let's go steal a table and then go get popcorn from the popcorn cart, and yeah. then we'll just pour, we'll put chicken strips in it, and we'll have chicken popcorn. <laughs> yeah, but that didn't work. They're because... like, no, you got to like actually buy this food. I'm like, is that how you get people to buy this food? Because <laughs> <laughs> it comes with a table. Yeah, and in the inside. Yeah, so we ended up at the Galactic Grill, which was actually your suggestion. You you were like, mm-hmm. well, it'll be fine. We'll go quick. We'll put up backpacks. We'll make a wall for the rain. Yeah, and suggesting like a pillow fort, essentially. It was. It was like a couch fort. And we were alone. Like, you wanted you get any table you want at the Galactic Grill because there was nobody there. Yeah, because yeah. it was freezing. Uh-huh. It was windy. And it was raining. Yeah. But Disneyland is still open. So that's where we ate dinner. I was nervous about it. I was nervous about, like... Like, is this going to work at all? Because it, like, the tables are all wet. Everything's wet. Yeah, it was not not great conditions. But we hunkered down, and you got to get one of your favorite meals in there, and I got to try it for the first time, <laughs> uh, which is the black bean burrito yep. uh, from the Galactic Grill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just my one of my favorite things there. It has black beans in it, and lettuce, and feta cheese, yep, and this like sauce, I think, and it's wrapped in a sun dried tomato tortilla, and it's so good, and I get it. Every Every single time. You love it. I thought it was like, um, there's restaurants in downtown Disney, you know, that serve salad. Yeah. And then sometimes people don't finish all their salad. Yeah. So Disney just takes those parts of salads that were unfinished. <laughs> I love that I, that I can see on your face that you know where the story's going, <laughs> going. And you don't approve. Yeah. And so they take bits of the salad from, pe- from downtown Disney and they mm-hmm. put it into 
Yeah, they just kind of put it in there. <laughs> they just shove it in there. They're like, how much salad do we got? And they're like, I mean, we have all of it. And yeah. just, it keeps coming in because people keep ordering food in downtown Disney and not eating their not salad. We it. shove that into a burrito and Kennedy, the mouse teenager, loves it. Yeah, no, you did not like it. It wasn't my favorite. I think at that point in time, I really needed some beef or something. <laughs> I didn't cave, but I think I was in need of something because I was cold. Mm-hmm, yeah. So let's talk about the weather on that first day. How was that for you? It started off sunny and fine and kind of devolved over time. Yeah, it was all right. I think also it was the first day, so I was more like, we got this. Like, we can do this, yeah. you know? And so, Nothing's going to close. We'll be fine. Yeah. Everyone's here. We don't really need an umbrella. We're definitely getting wet, but what's the big deal? Yeah, I was resilient. Like, we'll go back. Anyways, we'll go back to the hotel. It'll be yeah. fine. And over the course of the days and the first day, that kind of deteriorated into like, okay, the bottom of my jeans are wet because yes. they're the new jeans that touch the floor. Right. So the bottom of my jeans are wet. Like, my hair's all wet. I don't, I can't do this anymore. And I think when you're younger, like little, like littler, that doesn't affect you as much. But I found in my old age. Yes, like, your old age of 16. Yeah, like that. I can't handle some of that stuff. Like I need to go back to the hotel and like Yeah, change. and it's, it's uh, we'll talk about this on the second day. But I mean, at Disneyland, uh, these were not short days that we were in. We were mm-hmm. in line, which there wasn't really a line to get in. Dang, but we were yeah. we were ready to get into the park at 8, 8.15. It was early And didn't leave me. till 10, 30, 11 o'clock. And that's out in the weather the entire time mm-hmm. that you're not on a ride that's out there the entire time so that was the weather for day one the weather will be more interesting on day two let's talk about attractions what, what are your memories what are your what are the hits of uh, on attractions on day one attractions well okay the thing with t- t- like two days at disneyland is stuff does start to meld together yep i do remember this isn't really an attraction but we went me and mom went to go do a character meet and greet yeah, thing yep. with... Um, That's in the special memory section, but let's do it now. Oh, okay. When we were back in the Hollywood lounge area over by Monsters, mm-hmm. uh, this the, there's nobody back there. It is no man's land. There's no reason for it to exist. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like a, a tiny line started forming, and we're like, mm-hmm. what is that? And we were able to ascertain that it was a private meet and greet for credit card Disney credit card holders, yeah. of which we are. So what happened from there? Well, okay, I was curious, and because there's this line like forming, yeah. and um, we ask like the person standing there, like who is it? And he's like, it's a secret. Like, yeah, he he's wouldn't al- tell you, he's which is not a good sign. Seriously, and so I'm like, okay, now we have to go see. So me and my mother, I believe your first comment. I said, who? You guys went and asked, and, you, and then you came back, and I said, who is it? And you said he wouldn't tell us, and then you said that means it's Stitch. <laughs> Did I say that? Yeah, somebody said that. I, I, I think probably, it was you. That's so funny. Yeah, I don't remember saying that, but um, it might have been your mom. It might have been mom, but yeah. So we like kind of thought it was Stitch. So me and my mom went back there, and it was Stitch. Yep. And you guys didn't go back there. Um, we love experiment, whatever he is, six two three, six two eight. I don't know. I, I don't should know, know but uh, but you know. <laughs> if you're at a private meet and greet, there's nobody around. They won't tell you who it is. You're expecting 50, not Stitch. <laughs> 50-50 Stitch. Yeah, but it was it was really sweet. How was that? Yeah, you went around the corner and had your picture taken with him? Yeah, I'm like, I'm not, I'm a teenager, so I don't like social interaction, you know? Yeah. So I'm just very awkward generally, but it was, it was really sweet and we got good pictures out of it. Fun. Other attractions. Uh, I yeah. guess this is as good a time to any as uh, I used to have a Disneyland podcast and be up on things, but oh. <laughs> throughout the entire trip, I kept telling you guys things that were not true. 
and I'd be did. like, no, Indiana Jones is definitely going to be back up. And they have 18 new show scenes. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I don't know. It doesn't look like it's up. And I'm like, it's definitely up. Yeah. Also, Splash Mountain is 100% closed. No way we're going on that again. <laughs> we're just, you're going to have to walk by it and cry and you'll be fine. Yep. And it was open because I was wrong about that. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, uh, we miss, like, we're not going to be there late enough to do Toontown. It's not opening till the 19th. They keep pushing it back. So we can't go into Toontown at all. Yeah. So we walked back by Small World for some reason. And there's this like Spartan Falnix formation of cast members. Yeah. In front of Toontown. I mean, they have their shields out. They're in like, they have a spear formation. Their arms are locked. (laughs) And they're like, just absolutely making sure you know two things. Mm -hmm. One, you can absolutely go into Toontown if you'd like. Yeah. But Minnie and Mickey's, uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is closed and there's nothing else to do. Yeah. And this is the most important and the best way to communicate this va- this is, is through a, a, a Frank Miller-esque just screaming Spartan chant. Yeah. Like- <laughs> and I was just like, is is the whole park closing? They seem mad. Like they were, it was very serious. It was a serious ordeal. It was so serious. We went up and we're like, is everything okay? And they're like, everything's fine. It's just Minnie and Mickey's Runaway Railway's closed. You can't go. And we're like, we didn't even know it was open. Mm-hmm. Our, 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 the dad in this group, he's on a podcast. And so, of course, he has completely inaccurate information. <laughs> and he said it was closed. And they're like, no, no, it's totally open. But just right now, if you go back into Toontown, there's nothing to do. And you can't ride Minnie and Mickey's Runaway Railway Oops. for now. And so we were like, well, we're going to go. And they're like, okay, but it's kind of closed. Honestly? To me, it felt like like secret. Like you, it's open. You can go do it. Is that what you felt? I like? was like, absolutely, we're getting on this ride. When he said that, I was like, there's something happening. <laughs> there was some kind of weird crowd control thing. You yeah. picked up on that vibe. We went into Toontown. There was, I mean, he was right. There was nothing open. You, mm-hmm. Roger Rabbit wasn't open, and just that section in front of Roger Rabbit, and then the jail area, the electric company. Yeah, that was all open. Not a lot of changes to that. Uh, but then the El Capitoon Theater was open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what are your first impressions of seeing it? I really like the outside. It's like super cute. They have the um like vertical movie thing. Oh, the thing that the the vertical signage that is on the outside of like an old theater that says the name of it and has lights that kind of chase each other around or something like that. Yeah, they have that, which I really like. It's like it's such a cool look for it, and um, it was just cool. And there were people standing out front, and it was like very scary because I thought it was closed. Yeah, but. like people were walking in and it was like very confusing. It was very confusing what was going on. Eventually we just walked in mm-hmm. and we thought we were going to walk right onto the ride, but it, it was more like what you said. It was kind of still open. Yeah. Uh, and so we walked in, got in line with a really nice couple mm-hmm. and chatted with them for a while. Yeah. The queue is awesome. The queue is amazing. I, I know there, I know people have complaints about this ride. I am all I'll say for my reviews. I'm just, I'm, you could not find a bigger fanboy than than me. I just kept thinking like, oh man, I wish Scott was here. I was Marco polling Scott in You line. were. You I were. was just like, I was so excited and seeing all the like um, old Mickey Mouse cartoons, you know, treated as if they were real life things brought to life through props and stuff like that. I was just like- It was so cool. It was the best Disneyland experience I've had in a, in a pretty long time. Probably since we rode Rise. Um, yeah, that was just, awesome. Like, it's just pure magic. And for me, that first ride on Runaway Railway was- pure magic mm-hmm. and i just i really 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 like that ride yeah so that was my big attraction from the first day did we ride on the first day did we ride uh the new emotional whirlwind the you know the repurposing that was the of first Flix? day because we were figuring out where to eat and i was like we're gonna go to that falafel place yeah uh penelope and mother Teresa <laughs> went on <laughs> went on 
I went on the Incredicoaster, and you and I did a two for one. We rode the new Pixar Carousel, new-ish, which is beautiful, and the artwork surrounding it is amazing. It's like done in a cutout style. I love that. And then they took Flick's Flyers and turned it into Emotional Whirlwind, Mm -hmm. Uh, and I really like that, too. Like I'm I'm a simple guy. I thought the theming was really good, and I enjoyed seeing the characters, and uh, I will say this. This is just my only negative about it is that they didn't paint the carts, the things that you ride in that used to be like food containers when it was Flick's Flyers. They just wrapped them in vinyl yeah. and so on the inside of those a lot of the vinyls being torn off it feels like more of a Six Flags things to do yeah. and not a Disney thing to do <laughs> yeah, but that was see, the only bummer I can see the bing bong was kind of like peeling and I was yeah, like I hope they of, fix that, that soon that was actually a symbolic from the movie that was on, on purpose oh was, it was yeah, yeah. He, he was fading away <laughs> oh that's really it's sad it's an interactive ride where uh-huh. you can fade bing bong by peeling away the vinyl so I don't know Disney maybe we paint those yeah. or something and then uh, spray some sort of non-nutrient cereal varnish on top of them so that they don't fade yeah that's smart the sun That was all. So that was all for day one. Day two. Yeah. Things take a turn. Stuff started to happen. Yeah, it starts off, you know, we, we wake up. I go and get breakfast for everybody. Look outside. And just gray skies, not too bad. Uh, so we head over and jump into Disneyland right away. Talk to me about the food on that day. What'd you get? The food on that day, I was, um, I think, just obsessed with the falafel because I did get that again. Yeah. My su- my food stuff comes uh, oh. towards the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. I was going to talk about we went to the... Red Rose Tavern Inn. That yeah, was the second day, right? Yeah, that yeah. was the second day. We were, this blends into the weather, but it was, was around midday, around lunch, mm-hmm. and it had started raining around 10 a.m., I think, and did not stop. And it was really hard, and it was super cold. And we were we were doing the best. You know, we were we were forming Mega Megabrella, which was when we took all the umbrellas oh in our gosh. party and tried I to put I forgot about Megabrella. <laughs> and tried to put them together. But, man, I, I, was, I was wet, and I was cold, and yeah. I was pretty miserable. Um, so miserable that I ate in the Red Rose Tavern, which yeah. we try to stay away from. And we went in, and the way it usually goes is, like, you and Mom tackle the food, and me and Penelope uh, tackle trying to find a seat. Yeah, Penelope's uh, very good at, like, her and I are both more controversial. We're more into like uh, like rap battles. As I've seen, yeah, yeah, as you've seen on the show, we're much more into rap battles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we go in there and we're doing our thing. Penelope and I have this down, like we've practiced a lot. Oh wow, okay. And so we go around and we see a table, and so we swoop in and we get it. So we got a table for four, which is great because we have four in our party. But there's only two chairs. Mm. And so I'm sitting there, like, I'm sitting there, like, how are we going to get chairs? And so I ask a person, like, hey, are you using this one? I get the, like, yeah, dude, of course we're using this one. (laughs) And I'm like, hey, man, are you using that chair? And they're like, yeah, actually, we're looking for six more. And I was like, yeah, like, they're looking for six. There's no way. There's no way. So I'm texting your mom, like, dude, we're going to have to lap it. And she's like, me on your lap? Are you on what? How are we going to do that? I'm like, I don't know. And this cast member comes out of nowhere uh, behind me. And he's got this uh, Scottish accent. And he says, like, how's your day going? And I'm like, a little wet. And he's like, oh, where are you visiting us from? And I tell him. And he goes, oh, my brother lives in a, in a town near there. And when I go to visit him, I always know I've gone too far when I see cows. And I was like, that's a pretty good rule of thumb. Yeah, that's- <laughs> so his name was Thomas. And he kind of did some cleaning. Then he came back. And he said, you're not, you're not looking for chairs, are you? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I said, we are like, we need two, but like, I don't know, man. And he's like, let me see what I can do. Mm-hmm. And so he goes away and comes back with two chairs. Wow. And I was just like, man, thank you. And he was like, yeah, no problem. And then I see awesome. him go and talk to other people and do the same thing for them. Like how many chairs you need? And he's just making stuff happen. He's picking up toys off the ground from Aww. kids that have dropped them. He's helping an old guy find a seat by the window so he can like, it, he was,
was just that cast member that was just like, dude, it's raining, it's cold, everyone's in a bad mood, and this mm-hmm. guy is making it happen. So oddly, he was he was my favorite really? character meet and greet by far. <laughs> I loved Thomas. That used to be the, the, the expectation of Disney is that you would get that level of service. That's why you went there. And it has not been that way, it feels like, for a decade and a half. Mm. But he was just so attentive to everyone's need, never missed a beat. And then in doing that, also talked to everybody and asked them where they were from, how they're doing. And it was just, it was a really neat experience. So the Red Rose Tavern. That's so sweet. I did not have that experience. Um, I got a cauliflower sandwich. Yes, which you and I love. Yeah, I like cauliflower. I'm a big like enthusiast. They usually deep fry it though, uh-huh. and, <laughs> and then like, put it on the bun and like put sauce on it yeah, and yeah. like you know really like fancy it up because it's cauliflower. Like a Popeyes chicken sandwich or like a Chick Fil A chicken sandwich, just with cauliflower as yeah. the meat instead of chicken, this, which they're delicious. This was a little bit more interesting in that <laughs> they like took cauliflower and chopped it, and then like cooked it and put it on a bun, just as it is. Yep. See, at Downtown Disney, they serve a lot of cauliflower, yeah. and nobody ever eats that cauliflower. <laughs> so Disney just gets it, and they make cauliflower steaks of it. Yeah. I will say that sandwich, visually and expectation-wise, was ultra disappointing, yeah. but taste-wise, it wasn't that bad. It was it was decent, I thought. Yeah, I think I was just confused the whole time I was eating it, so I didn't, like, I have a very good, like, thought, opinion of it. I give it a six out of it. ten, man. Like, for the price, I don't know, but, you know, I think you and I were both expecting a breaded sandwich. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was definitely something. Let's talk about the weather for day two because that became the problem. Yeah. As the day went on, it just got colder and colder and rainier and rainier. Mm-hmm. And we ended up in line for Rise of Rise. Resistance. Uh, not because we wanted to wait 90 minutes for Rise of the Resistance, but because there was literally nothing else to do That's in the Disneyland. thing when it starts raining is like, Everything is the same, if that makes sense. Like, you're always going to be standing outside or standing and waiting for yeah, something. Yeah, and you... And you- you have a hood on yeah. and you have an umbrella on and so your your peripheral peripheral vision goes away. Mm-hmm. You can't hear anything because you have all these stuff over your head. So even though everything's open, like the senses that are normally helping you experience Disneyland, uh, they're reduced a lot. And so yeah. most of the day just kind of goes by almost like you're in a like a rain tunnel. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of like just staring at concrete and like yes. other people's shoes. Yep. Which is fun, but not for like 90 minutes. <laughs> Leave it to Southern California, man. There was still like one out of 10 people were in flip-flops or, or open-toed yeah. Crocs with no socks on. <laughs> so and I'm not funny. joking. It was cold and raining. Like, mm-hmm. it was not like, oh, it's drizzling a little bit. We might have to get the umbrella. It was raining, raining. Yeah, yeah we were we were suffering. But um, a lot of people had ponchos, too. I will say that. I saw a bunch of people wearing frog togs. Huh. Uh, clothes. And so anyways, we were in Rise of the Resistance. It was a 90 minute wait. My thinking was like, well, you go inside. Most of it's inside and covered. So we'll probably be outside for, I don't know, five minutes and yeah. then we'll be warm inside. <clears throat> and we waited out in the pouring rain with poor umbrella coverage for probably 45 minutes, maybe 60 minutes. It was it was a very long time. Yeah. It in that crazy. ride, uh, I did have one neat experience where I got to there's nobody out. Nobody's selling to- toys. There's nobody walking around. Mm-hmm. Nobody's out. It was just the people waiting for Rise of Resistance. So I turned my back to the line and looked out through the foliage towards where that X-Wing is. Oh, yeah. And it was, uh, you know, there was like cloud cover in Disneyland. Like the clouds were down touching buildings and stuff like that. So you couldn't even see the back of Galaxy's Edge or anything. And there was just this one moment where there was, it was raining so hard and there were mm-hmm. so many like low hanging clouds and no people that if you just held your vision right there, I like, you were on a different planet in the Star Wars oh, universe. Really? Like it, it was a hundred percent. There was nothing that was breaking that suspension for me for just like a few seconds. And then that I was like, so man, cool. I'm, I'm freaking cold. Where's Chewie, man? <laughs> I, need, I, need, I need something to hug. I'm cold. But that line definitely broke me. Like that's when yeah. I went from like, I think we can do this all day to like, 
There's no this way. This is awful. Yeah, yeah. And like with everything being closed, like it would have been a different story if things were open, but a lot of restaurants were closed. Indiana Jones was closed. Like a lot of things were just closed. So there wasn't a lot of indoor stuff to do. So it was it was still fun. I'd still like Rise, but it was not great. <laughs> it was really wet. So Rise of the Resistance, fun attraction for that day. My other special attraction memory from that day was um, Splash Mountain. Yeah, yeah. So we thought it was going to be closed. Like I heard it actually in our school news. They were like, Splash Mountain is closed. Right. And your school's in California. So they were giving you Florida news, as it turns out. Yeah, which was kind of weird. But um, so we all thought it was closed. It goes back to my just original point. The whole theme of this particular show is it's tough to cover the news. <laughs> it's hard. It's mostly going to be wrong. Right. So, um, Especially if you have a podcast. Yeah. And um, Penelope really likes that ride. That's like her favorite ride. Yeah. And so we were all like disappointed, like somber, you know, but it's open and people are going down it. Like we see people on the logs yeah. and we're like, what the heck? I thought it was not closed. many, but yeah, it's raining. Yeah. There were people though, which is kind of fun. So you and Penelope went on it first. Cause I think that might've been the first day that we were there. It was raining a little bit. And then we went to the hungry bear and just took off all clothes that could be taken off mm, mm-hmm. socks, jackets. And we went down to both her and I like basically short sleeves and, sh- and shorts <laughs> so that when we were done, we could go into the bathrooms, use the hand dryers to, and then put warm clothes back on. Yeah. And so today was the second day and we kind of came up with the plan of like, okay, it's miserable. Yeah. We might, if as- we get beat by the weather, we'll make that our last ride. Yeah. So we might as well, I might as well go on Splash Mountain and like get soaked, but it will be maybe one of the last times. Yeah, we're and we'll going just go right it. back to the hotel. And we'll go right back to the hotel and it'll be miserable for like ten minutes. And so we went on that, and I, of course I got seated in the front because there was no one else there, and I got completely soaked. But it was a lot of fun, yeah. and like that ride, like it's just fun and. It's a really quick dark ride. Like you don't yeah. realize how fast it blazes mm-hmm. through those scenes. And I think why Penelope, I think why it's her favorite ride is, I think for a lot of kids, and and it will be the same when it's Princess and the Frog. Yeah. Uh, but I think for a lot of kids, it represents uh, the perfect inflection point of, of of being afraid and conquering it. Like uh-huh. it has the right level of fear, and then it's over. And then you still one of the brilliant things about that ride is the celebratory part after you do the drop. It just doesn't yes. end right away. And it's like you did it, kid. Good job. There's like. I don't know if they did this intentionally, but it is so brilliant to have a part of the ride where you get where you don't have to worry about the drop. Because mm-hmm. a kid in the back of their head, they're thinking about that drop the whole time. The whole they're time. waiting to see the Boot Hill Boys and the, those vultures, and they're thinking like, "Now, how how is it that the log doesn't fall forward and kill all of us? <laughs> where do I hold on so I don't fall out? Yeah, like- where do I hold on so I don't fall out? Because if it stops real quick." How do I not launch forward? (laughs) And so a kid is kind of playing this through in their head and they have a couple of early drops and some rollers. But most of the ride for a young kid is spent with some level anxiety. Mm -hmm. And I just think it's a brilliant ride because the drop is significantly um, less scary than you think. It really looks steep from the Haunted Mansion. On it, you're like, oh, there's barely a hill. I know. It doesn't help with people just screaming. <laughs> they just like, scream you can just so loud. Them, yeah. And then after you get the, you get a little bit more of the ride to just celebrate, not only you know the end of the, the story part of the ride, but the end of your story, yeah. which was surviving that. And I think that's why she likes it so much. Yeah. And I hope they keep that kind of thing in Princess and the Frog, because I'm really excited for it to be like redone. I think yeah. it's going to look really good. But um, Yeah. I imagine the track direction stuff will be... I would imagine the same. Yeah. So I hope they keep some sort of like after thing like that. But. Yeah. It's it's my favorite part of that ride, that that celebratory part. Yeah. 
So the weather beat us. We rode Splash Mountain. We got soaked. We went back to the hotel. We went in there and we all took about an hour. I think we were in the hotel for about an hour. Um, got all clean and warm and we'd all said goodbye to Disneyland. We were on the other side of a trip. We were on the mm-hmm. going home side. <laughs> we were on the, uh, you know, leaving the, I wonder when we'll be out. We, we definitely had said goodbye to Disneyland and we were yeah. all getting ready to just get into bed and spend the next four hours watching TV. <laughs> and it was really sad because I walked, uh, we were on the second floor at the candy cane and, and I walked, you know, down that, that hallway and you can kind of not peek into cause that makes me sound creepy, but you can <laughs> glance into other people's rooms and it was just like there were families on beds playing like board games. There was a girl like coloring at this table. Oh, was there? Yeah. And I was just like, man, this, this stinks. Like, the, yeah. you know, and then we passed that huge cheerleading group and there was that cheerleader in that group that was just, she was being very sarcastic about how Disneyland was the happiest place on earth, but they couldn't <laughs> control the rain. And I was like, dude, I get it. Like, <laughs> I get it. You're here for a cheer competition. You get probably eight, six hours in the park and you're not going to enjoy any of this. And it's just, it's just such a hard thing with a park that has such a global pull and requires reservations and hotel reservations that whatever mother nature decides to do with your day at Disneyland, you're going, like you're not rescheduling. You're not like, Oh, maybe we could do this cheer competition a different day. Yeah. So it was just such a bummer. I started feeling super sad, like listening to that cheerleader talk and then seeing like all these families mm-hmm. that had spent a lot of cash to be at Disneyland and seeing especially their kids just not in the park. I was yeah. bummed. We went into our room and then I was just like, like, almost as soon as everybody was dry, I was like, thinking about stretching my legs, going for a little walk. <laughs> yep. And so we, uh, yeah, we walked back out and then we went by some of the hotels, like into some of them, which honestly, I've started to like doing that more and more. Like, it's, that's a lot of fun for me for some reason. Yeah, to go into... Um, well, we went into, uh, Paradise Pier. Yeah. And the Grand Californian. Yeah, the Grand Californian. And they had a, um, person playing the piano, which was a lot of cool. Yes. Like, that was really cool for me to see. They were doing something special. And they had this, like, huge fondant, like, castle, which was really cool. Yeah, that was for the 100th. They had this mm-hmm. huge, like, I think it was Rice Krispie cookies. Oh, uh, yeah. Covered in fondant. Yeah. And then there were, like, a bunch of hidden Mickeys and hidden things on it that you guys wanted to find. Yeah, we did. We found, like, Almost all of them. Yeah. Um. So that was a lot of fun. And then I, th- we did go back into the park for like... It broke me down. I was like, I just can't be done with it. <laughs> yeah. So we went... Uh, I'm going to do a Paradise Pier Hotel review real quick here. Okay. Paradise Pier Hotel, which is becoming the Pixar something hotel, Pixar Pals Hotel, the Pixar Party Hotel. Something with peace. It's under construction yeah. right now, but it's still open. And I imagine they're still charging full freight on that yeah so we went in to look around and we went into where you would basically the front desk the lobby what's now the lobby and you know i have a disneyland podcast or did and so (laughs) it's cool i'm a fan ish but dude the place looked like a it looked this is what it looked like to me where you would check in it was in a it was in uh like where you would normally if you were getting gonna get into like a multi-level pyramid scheme or like (laughs) get in in, in, and they were meeting at the paradise period to sell you like a timeshare yeah it was in one of those conference rooms Mm -hmm. like you know, weird walls, tacky carpet, yeah. meant to hold chairs and an overhead projector, right? So that's now that that was the lobby during this time for the Paradise Pier Hotel. And then they had like little knickknacks in there and stuff like that. But it was just so stuffy and there were no windows and there was nothing going on in there. Yeah. But it just it reminded me of like you wake up 
and you realize pretty quickly, oh, zombies have taken over the world. <laughs> I need to get somewhere safe. Yeah. And the whole world's destroyed. And you go to the Pixar hotel and everybody's like, in here, this <laughs> yeah. is the one room that's still okay. And you're like, I get it. Zombie invasion, you couldn't do a whole lot, mm -hmm. but I'm just happy to be in here. Yeah. It felt like that to me. It didn't feel like, hey, we have to make the best of this lobby for people that are spending a lot of money and coming here. We need to make this lobby dope. Yeah. And it didn't feel like... Like, if it's going to be temporary, there is no temporary experience for a guest that's only coming there once and that's their experience. That's yeah. not temporary. That's their permanent experience. And to teach, to treat something as a temporary space when it's a permanent memory for somebody, to me, that missed the mark in that hotel. And it, it I was like, dude, we got to get out of here. This place is crazy. <laughs> yeah, you were very, like, ready to get out yeah. as soon as we were in there. And so then we went back into the park and we were like, we're not going to ride any rides. But then, of course, we ended up going on the Spider-Man uh, ride again. Oh, yeah. I had to do my, I had to get my score better. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we ate. I did good on that ride. I beat like. You did. You somebody. went from like, okay, I, I can still take her to like, oh no, mm -hmm. she's coming up. And yep. I told everybody in the car getting on, like, I'm very clear about my expectations. And the expectation for any car riding Spider-Man web slingers is 215. That's the yeah. expectation. Yeah. If we all get 215, then we're going to hit eight something and you'll at least be on the board for a little while. Yeah. But not everybody in the car hit 215. But I carried the weight. You carried the weight. Did like on a 220 or ride. something. And then food, uh, my two food memories from that day where we ate at the Smoke Jumpers, Smoke Jumpers Cafe. There was nobody in there. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I got the Double Impossible Burger, which was delicious. Yeah, that's good. I'd falafel again. <laughs> that's right. You got it from a cart and went in there. Yep. Uh, and then I would like you to talk. I would like you to give me a review, a as full a review as you can. We then went over to Main Street uh -huh. uh, and got hot chocolate. I would like you to review in as much detail as you could Disneyland hot chocolate. Oh, okay. Um... I would honestly suggest getting water and the hot chocolate okay. because the first few sips, it's going to be like scalding hot. You have to wait like five minutes before you drink it. And when you do finally are like able to drink it, it's really good. It, there's like a little bit of salt to it oh, for some reason, which I really like. It's chocolate. It's like one of the better hot chocolates that I've had. And then it like cools off really, really, really fast. The cooling off ramp is almost instantaneous. Yeah. It goes from like... Uh, like when you heat something up in a microwave, but you don't put a something in it so that it, it doesn't boil. It's just superheated liquid mm -hmm. that will literally tear the insides of your mouth off. Yeah. And then it's drinkable and, for a minute. Yeah. And then it's like ice. And then it's ice cold. Yeah. And then <laughs> How like, do you do that? I don't it's know. It's like Imagineering magic. I know. It's crazy. But like that's what their hot chocolate is like. And I don't appreciate like cold hot chocolate. It kind of grosses me out. Soda pop, soda pop, soda soda pop, soda soda pop, soda pop, soda soda pop, soda pop, soda pop, soda Beautiful. Well, here, let me tell you what's coming up for bobsleds and banthas. I'm sure, Kennedy. I'm sure you're curious. Yeah, I am. Is what's happening with the show. This was episode 97 with the Mouska Teenager. Thank mm -hmm. you so much for uh, for doing another episode. It's fun to be podcasting yeah. with you again. I love yeah. podcasting with you. It's a blast. Yeah, it's very hot sitting in this closet, but... Oh, well, let's get out of it. Okay. Can you say studio instead of closet? In this studio with shirts in it. It's a, <laughs> right. lot, it's a lot of fun. Exactly. It's not a closet with microphones. It's a studio with shirts. Yeah. It's different. Coming up in a couple of weeks, Scott and Conan will be taking over episode 98. And then a week or two after that, Scott and I back together again. Yeah doing episode did you just boo that no i said yeah <laughs> it's just really deep doing episode 99 in just a couple of weeks from today scott and i it'll be our first time podcasting together in since he moved to indiana i think wow. in probably a year it's uh, so and awkward. then 
What's that? It's going to be so awkward between the two of you. I don't know since we talk six times a day every <laughs> single day. Yeah. Uh, he literally like wished, told me to have a good show before we did this. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> I was like, you're in Indiana and three hours ahead. And he still uh, chimes in to just be like, man, I hope you have a good show. It's going to be so much fun. He, like gives, gave me a little pep talk, which that's I completely good. appreciate. Uh, so that'll be episode 99, Absolute and Storm, back on the mics together. And that is going to pave the way for some exciting news. News that might be worthy of a high five, but I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, but some, that news will come out on a, on an abbreviated episode 100. And that I'm not going to say that's the end of bobsleds, but that will be the end of this season of bobsleds and hopefully the beginning of something new. This is the beautiful thing of this stage of bobsleds is we don't need anybody to do anything. Anybody who has supported us, anybody who has shared a laugh or a tear with us over the last three years of podcasting. Uh, it has been so much fun doing the show and talking to you and and having our, our bigger parts of our family on the show, like when you get to podcast with your daughter. So there's no pressure here. That's what I'm trying to say. It literally doesn't matter. We're not trying to grow this audience. So do an outro, and I'd like you to do it as a Jungle Cruise skipper. If you want to hit subscribe on this YouTube channel, that would be really cool. If you didn't, you would be in... Some sort of jungle pun. <laughs> Some sort of jungle pun. <laughs> and rate us five stars um, for on any app that you listen to this podcast too. That would be awesome. Oh no, a hippo! Oh no, a hippo on the podcast. Is <laughs> that good? That was fantastic. Okay. Thanks a lot for listening. Scott and Conan, we'll talk to you in just a few weeks. Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom Disneyland is growing every day. This Saturday night... Synthomagnetic musical sound. Through the magic of light and sound, yes, there's more fun at Disneyland in Anaheim. Open every day, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. You can waste time with your friends when your chores are done.